What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The Ham Radio 2.0 audio podcast rip. Thank you for downloading and listening to this podcast. So basically what I do is I take all the audio clips out of my videos and upload them to Spreaker. And then from there, they're spread out to iTunes and SoundCloud and now Amazon Audible as well. But I want to welcome you and thank you for joining the audio section of this series on Ham Radio. I hope you enjoy it. And I would appreciate you leaving us a comment or a review on whatever podcast service you're listening from. Thank you in 73. Hope you enjoy it. Unmute. Okay, there we go. <laughs> great. Great. Good evening, everyone. It is 7.02. I think Frank might have gone a little bit long, but that's okay. Frank had a really good stream if you guys didn't watch it. We are, uh, we, he had a, a cigar chat, ham radio cigar chat. So five or six of us got in there and smoked some cigars with him, which was fun. We've talked about doing that for a long time. So I'm glad that uh, he took the initiative and did that. Go back and watch that if you guys didn't see that on Team Replay afterwards. It, uh, it's a good chat. Uh, we talked about ham radio stuff, but we talked about cigars a lot too. So uh, that's one of those things. Special shout out to everybody in the chat tonight in green text, uh, kr 5 E E E Randall, see you in there, and uh, Philip W uh, W zero R H P uh, is in there. Arthur W six H E R is in there. I see Wayne W five W N R. Appreciate you guys being here tonight. Always good to see YouTube channel members in the chat. Ed A C three I K is in there, and who else? Uh, my wife is in the chat. She is a supporter of the show, believe it or not. <laughs> TC Fitz with the super chat. Thank you for the twenty dollars super chat, buddy. Appreciate you being out there as well. So happy Sunday to all. Uh, great time. Um, this is my fifth live stream since Thursday. So if you guys have not seen it yet, we did a technician live stream for uh, those who are wanting to get their first ham radio license. We did that on Thursday night. Part one was Thursday night. Part two was Friday night, and part three was um, Saturday morning. And each set, the, the Thursday night session was about four hours. The other two were about um, three hours. Uh, I think the last session was a little bit less than three hours. But uh, that is up on the channel now, and you can uh, tell all your friends about it and um, send them to the channel to watch uh, videos. I've actually got two different videos up for getting your first technician live stream and um, I'm going to share that here in just a second. So I thought it would be a good opportunity tonight to talk about thing uh, seven or eight different things that uh, are my suggestions to do after you get your very first ham radio license. After you get your very first technician license, what do you do next? Because the, uh, the license prepares you for some electronic stuff 
uh, some band privileges stuff. Um, it kind of prepares you for your next test uh, to go up to general and uh, has a lot of really good information about um, what to do with a license, but it doesn't really tell you, hey, go out and do these things. So I put together, I actually wrote a blog post about this uh, six or seven years ago, and then I created a video about that blog post about three years ago. But that video is a little old, uh, three years. It was, it was somewhere in the middle of 2020. It was uh, May, I think. I want to say it was May of 2020 when I put that up. So I thought it would be a really good idea to do this updated 2023 version about what to do with your first ham radio license since we just finished that stream, that, uh, that set of live streams that um, you can, you know, you can tell your, tell your friends about, tell people about, and go out there and uh, have people get their very first ham radio license. So that is, um, that's where we're at tonight. So uh, Frank just joined the Zoom after ending his stream. We're going to bring him on real quick. Um, and there you are, Frank. What's going on? He's not listening to me. He's live and he doesn't know it right now. Y'all make fun of him real quick. Make fun of Frank real quick. <laughs> he does, he's not even looking. Check him out. He doesn't have his headset on. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Frank, you will uh, you will have to come. I, I'll come back to you. I'll come back to you. How's that? <laughs> He's not even looking. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Frank. Oh, you're not hearing me. Okay. Well. Okay. All right. All right. No. No. I. No. You're not muted. But I had. You couldn't hear me, but they could. They could hear you, but I could. You couldn't hear me. That's what it was. Still, though, it was funny because yeah, it didn't look like you. you had a headset on. I'm infecting you. Yeah, you're infecting me. No, <laughs> no. That, hey, the the stream was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so yeah, him radio crusader in the chat tonight. Uh, N5SKT is in the chat tonight with the most winning comment. C plus plus sucks. That's oh, a great. That's, that's oh, a great comment. For, no. For, for when Frank comes in. So, so yeah. Uh, so we're going to do a live stream about um, several things to do after you're getting your ham, your first ever ham radio license. And um, suggestions are welcome, by the way. Once you guys hear what I have to say, um, in fact, I can go ahead and show this screen now. This is, if you go to Ham Radio 2.0 on YouTube, if you go and just uh, click on the... Um, Click on my channel, the very front page of my channel. Fix that real quick. Okay, that's fine. Uh, the very front page of my channel is, um, this looks like this right here. And right here, now, and anytime I have a live stream, it's going to show up at the top. But when there's not a live stream scheduled, uh, this will be blank right here. So this this will be the top section. So this, uh, this first playlist right here is... Um, the first video in this playlist is the six-hour one-day technician course that we did with Dan Romanchik, KB6NU, in November mm -hmm. of last year. That is about, hey, go out and get um, your first damn radio license. This is with the new question pool. That's not, uh, that's not a great shot there because that's me. So this is about a bunch of the stuff that, that Dan teaches. Dan Romanchik, KB6NU, he is a fantastic CW operator. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't follow him, if you're into CW and you don't follow him on Twitter, you should follow him on Twitter. K um, CW Geek is his Twitter handle, at CW Geek. 
And uh, you can find, he does a lot of, he posts when he's he's like, hey, I'm listening to 40 meters or 10 meters is up tonight or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, has a lot of good information about that. But he does a one-day technician class. He does a no-nonsense study guide uh, for technician general and extra. And, and a lot of the time, he didn't do this last year, but a lot of the times he will teach a one-day technician class at Dayton on the Thursday before the Hamvention starts. And people will come in there, and you know, he'll have, I don't know, five or ten people in there, something like that. And they will sit down, and he will teach them the course and then provide testing after that and get people licensed there at Hamvention, which is really cool. Um, so that that stream is on the channel. And then I have a couple of other – I ca- is that you talking, Frank, or is that my – that's probably no, my audio. No, that's you. Um, and then I have uh, four ways to get your ham radio license in 2023. This is a video I recorded er- earlier this year. Um, and then I have uh, the new question pool for the general test, which we're going to talk about that a little bit later as well, uh, from Ham Radio Prep. Ham Radio Prep is a another way to get your license. It's not the only way, but it is one way. Mm-hmm. And um, you I'll can be right download. Back. I need another cigar. That's fine. Um, you can download Ham Radio Prep on your smartphone for free and get started. And uh, they will give you questions. Um, I'm going to mute you, Frank, because. That chair is making noise. Um, Ham Radio Prep will give you, a, a, like I said, a download a free app and um, give you a question pool, a te- a practice tests, all kinds of good stuff. If you buy their extended package, it gives you video content that breaks it down even farther. It gives a little bit better um, descriptions of things. So that's, that's it's just one way to get your uh, your ham radio license and get your upgrades and whatnot. So it uh, it that that way is out there as well. But you know, there's there's multiple ways. I've said multiple times in the past. I don't really care how you get your ham radio license, just go get licensed. I agree. Some people some people want I muted you, Frank. Yes. Okay, you unmuted yourself. I'm not looking at that window. Um your chair was making noise. That's the only reason I Oh, I'm, I'm so you. sorry. No, it's okay. That's all right. Yeah, you're good. Um, so, so yeah. So go get your license. It doesn't really matter how you do it. Uh, people, different people learn different ways. And in 2023, the 21st century, we have a multitude of ways to go get licensed. There's a lot mm-hmm. of ways that I'm not going to even talk about tonight. That this is not everything. This is just uh, these. These are just the uh, the avenues by which I suggest uh, and are available here on my channel. So yes. Yes, absolutely do that. But Yeah, um, the, the hardest part is to deciding to go get a license. Um, yeah. After that, there's a lot of avenues. Um, like you were talking, showing us already. Um, did you already mention, um, what is the free study guide? Uh, ham Radio Study, Ham Radio, Ham Radio Study. Ham, hamstudy.org. Hamstudy.org, yes. Yeah, hamstudy.org. They, they, you, you can also get Dan Romanchek, his no-nonsense guides, you can download them in PDF format, and the mm-hmm, first, mm-hmm. the the uh, the technician course, you can download in PDF format for free. Mm-hmm. So so you can watch the videos on my channel for free, and go buy the W5YI book, which is the cor- uh, the study material that the Hearst Club follows. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can uh, you can buy an ARRL book. There's two or three other books out there you can buy. Um, or you can down, you can follow the uh, Dan's one day course on my on my channel and download his the soft copy of his study guide for free. Now he charges for the hard copy and he charges for because they cost him to make money and he charges for the general and the extra. But the technician is free. You can download the PDF file for free. So that's a that's a cool avenue as well. 
Mm -hmm. So you don't have to spend a whole lot if you don't want to. There's a plethora, and my channel is not the only one. Josh has some really good plethora. Um, plethora. Plethora. What is a plethora, El But uh, Josh has some really good uh, technician courses on his channel. There's two or three other people out there. I believe Scott Him Radio from Nontechies has a good course on there as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, you can you can find a multitude of courses um, and uh, study material and information all over YouTube for. Uh, getting all three levels of license, but especially technician. Technician's the most popular because there's just more people doing it. There's more people. There's there's more licensed techs than there are of the other two. So, um, my I've seen this toss out there already. But uh, once you get your license, um, join a ham radio club. Look, my my yeah. suggestion is whatever city you're in, Google city name ham radio club. And I almost bet you dimes to dollars there's a yep. ham radio club. Agreed. Yeah, and that's one of the things on my uh, on my list today is to uh, to get your um to get your first license is to mm -hmm. join a ham after you get your first license is to join a ham radio club. Let me find that. Uh, I've got a breakdown of uh, the seven or eight topics here. Oh, I didn't mean to jump the gun. Let's see. <laughs> no, no, no. You're fine. That's fine. I I appreciate the commentary in the background. I really do. So um. Yeah, here's as long that as I'm in the background. And that. <laughs> as, long as, you're, <laughs> as long as you're in the background. That's right. So, yeah, joining a club is definitely uh, one of the first things to do on the list. And um, it's, it's, a good, uh, it's a good start to uh, doing stuff. So, mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Let's see if I can switch that real quick. Chrome steps right there. Okay. So, here are the eight steps I have put together for the stream tonight mm -hmm. and we're going to go through these and we're going to talk about all these uh but find a ham radio club is number one so frank is correct you you let us into the first one frank which is great um another oh. frank in the chat uh kilo golf six november lima whiskey now, i could do that after i've been drinking i don't know um says or um if you are challenged in a remote area blank county and radio yes club. Correct. Yeah, Google your yeah. If you're in a rural area and you don't live in a in a city, but you live out in the country somewhere, uh, Google your county. Montague County has an amateur radio club. That's where my hunting lease is, where you see the field day videos from all the time. Montague County has a ham radio club. So, uh, so yeah, that's absolutely a, a good thing too. So we're gonna go through this list of eight tonight, and like I said at the beginning, um, suggestions and comments are welcome. Uh, if you have something to add, um, you can. If you if you wrote if you write the word question if you type question in the chat it will highlight it for me I'll be able to see it a little bit easier. So Sandy Burton says we took the tech in general in one sitting. We used the Craig Buck books. I'm not familiar with those, but okay. For general, I watched all his vids and used the uh, the question pools too. So they got their tech and their general in one sitting. So that's rock great. Rock on, rock that's on. Great. That was excellent. To, so to point out, elaborate on a little bit. You pay for the test session. Correct. So it doesn't matter how many tests you take for that session. I believe currently it's around $15. I'm hoping it's still $15. I believe so. You pay so. for this session once, and then you can go for your technician. And if you pass the technician, the majority of VEs out there will give you the option of, if you passed it well, let's go ahead and try that general test. Let's go ahead right. and try that extra right. test to see yeah. if you can also get it. Correct. Um, yeah, most people don't get the, the extra on the first go-around unless you've no. studied for it. Um, 
But yes, a lot of people will get the general because the general question pool is not that much different. They just kind of add HF to what's what the te technician pool is. And that's number seven on the list tonight is start studying for general. Uh, <laughs> if you don't take the test, when you go take your technician test, take the general test. Once you pass technician, take the general test. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But if not, while it's still fresh in your mind, go keep studying for it. So we're going to talk about that as well. So the first thing is I want to mention this up front. Let me switch this again. Hold on one second. And while you're doing that, I am taking the questions down. So if we don't answer your question right away, it is seen, and we will scroll back through here mm -hmm. in a bit and uh, do a lightning round and get your questions. Yes, yes, absolutely. So let me clear that out. I got to get back uh, to my Chrome screen here. One second. Chrome screen there. What to do? Ba bump. Nope. I've got too many windows open, I think. Okay, there we go. Um, so yeah, so that's the that's the uh, that's a shot of the uh, of Dan Romanchitz course. There, if we go back here, I put these videos on the top of my page as well. Mm -hmm. And this is a this is a replay. Well, this is where you can replay. Mm -hmm. These are these are all the um, the three courses that we recorded this weekend. And I put this course in the play. This live stream will be in the playlist as number four. Mm -hmm. So it'll tell you what to do after you you go through this course and get your license. So that is uh, I that's a thing. I love there. Chris's courses. How he does the content. He to me, if you explain the theory, yes. I can go ahead and answer any questions on that. And that's what Chris's courses does. I caught I think the last course uh, we were chatting in the back there, um, and his stuff is great. I, I love what Chris yes. does. I love what he does for the Hertz Amateur Radio Club. Mm -hmm. um the they, they are great i agree yeah yeah they're 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 incredibly knowledgeable um chris does a fantastic job with uh with everything and he um i don't know how that got off centered there but let me fix that um yeah he does a great job i've asked him or i've already asked him to uh the the general course just updated uh earlier this month 23 days ago on july 1st and um, we were we went to breakfast the other morning. And I was talking to him about doing a general course. So hopefully this fall, sometime we'll be able to knock out a, a new general course. <coughs> extra. New, oh, new... Did that come out? I'm sorry. I, I the extra. Yeah. Somebody somebody commented on this video and said, "When are you going to do an extra course?" The extra course has existed on my channel for like two years now. I recorded an extra course from the North Richland Hills Amateur Radio Club as mm. on the channel, and mm -hmm. that question pool doesn't expire until next year. So you've got a whole year to watch mm. those classes and get to, and get that done too. So. Yeah, you got. Have you got these questions in the chat, Frank? Yes, I, I am taking the questions down it's, as I see them. It uh, okay? Yeah, you can't see the highlight like I can, but uh, that's yep. fine. Um, let's see. Okay, so uh, we'll we'll get y'all's questions. Uh, Dave has a question here about D Star. Randall has a question. Get an HT. Alan has a question. And Wayne, Wayne's a good guy. He has a Wayne's one of the teachers of the extra course that's on this uh, this this channel. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Adam has a question about DMR. So you guys, um, yeah, um, Frank's watching those. So uh, the first, the one of the first things I would ask that you guys do is sign up on my email list because I keep up. I do a lot of stuff with for new hams. I do a lot of stuff for. Um, what to do with you know, new radios, new technologies, new antennas and whatnot. So if you sign up on my email list, you can um, keep up with that as well. Now, I have a giveaway going right now. 
And if I hit enter on this, this is what this is my normal email list form here. The summer 2023 giveaway form is loading right now. And I'll link that in the chat right now. That's what that looks like. I'll be giving away uh, two brand new D-Expedition, or DX Commander Expedition antennas, two brand new um, Waxon KG UV9 Papa X-Ray radios. We're going to talk about them in a little bit as well. And, and I got to go find that link again. I bought, uh, pack tennas are back in stock. So if you watch my Friday night impromptu late shift uh, live stream that I did on Friday night, I didn't announce it. We just, we just kind of threw it together at the last minute. We shared the link to the pack tennas. Uh, Frank, if you want to go out to Discord and find, Shane shared it in his Discord channel on, on uh, Joe Brett's server. Uh, I don't know if you have that or not. But pack tennas are in stock. The 2040 linked NFED half wave is in stock, and they were still in stock earlier today. I think they still are, but I bought I bought three of them. <laughs> so I'm going to add those three to, the, three to this. Three of them. I'm going to add them to this giveaway. I bought three of them to give away. That's that's why I have because I have two pack tennis already. Mm -hmm. um, Great one of them. What? Yes, excellent, excellent HF antennas. So there will be seven winners, seven different items for people to win. Uh, Shane says they're in stock. They're still in stock at 15 minutes ago. Shane, if you'll share the link in the chat, that'd be great. You have admin privileges yeah. there. Um, Frank, I don't know if Frank has the link, and I forgot. I, to I, I closed Discord. I, I'm trying it's to get fine. it all loaded now. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, Shane, if you don't mind, share the link in the chat. But yeah, I bought three of them. I'm going to add those uh, to this giveaway, and we're going to uh, give those. So it'd be seven winners: two DX Commander antennas, three pack antennas, and two different radios. Seven different winners total, and I'll probably add some T-shirts and stuff. So I'll probably make it ten winners total, just to kind of round up. So it'll be a lot of stuff given away. Sometime. I don't think we're going to have a chance to do this giveaway before the Huntsville Ham Fest, so it'll probably be after the Huntsville Ham Fest, so like late August, something like that. So you got plenty of time, plenty of time to sign up. Uh, Mike and Shane both shared that. Thank you very much for sharing that link, guys. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's great for that. Can you but, drop uh, that link to the giveaway list, sign up? Yes. I, uh, I thought I'd – yeah, I just did. It's, it's hot. This is the last comment that I posted. So scroll up just a bit. It's in, it's in there. So Got it. HR2.li forward slash summer 2023 is what the link is. So so going back to my list here, um, the first thing, I uh, these are not in any specific order. I, I mean, it's not like you have to do this and then this and then this. Okay, so these are just eight ideas that I had. Find a local ham radio club is my first idea. And, uh, and, and and a short word about ham radio clubs real quick. Um, some people, I one of the most common comments I get on the channel is, um, I can't find a club near me, or I went to a club that's near me, and I felt like I was not welcome because it seems kind of clickish. I get that comment all the time. Been on YouTube for eight and a half years, and I get that club all the time. I would, and I don't have links for this, so y'all just have to look this up. Frank, if you can share links, that's great. Mm -hmm. uh, there are two clubs, maybe three clubs, three clubs, really, that uh, virtual clubs that, and we're working on, Frank and I and Noel and uh, Jason, uh, W9DXM, a couple other guys are working on forming our own virtual club. I've talked about that for a while. We kind of made some plans on that at Field Day, so you'll, you'll hear more about it, that upcoming. But right now, you can join Ham Radio Adventures, uh, their call sign is uh, Whiskey Echo 4 Delta X-Ray. They do POTA field day outings, and they do all kinds of really cool stuff. They do, D uh, not D-Expeditions, but they'll 
they'll go to places inside the United States and activate these places and activate those other places. So they welcome, uh, it's a virtual club. They welcome people from everywhere. Um, the Ham Radio Clubhouse, W2HRC, they have a club. So if you're not a member of the Ham Radio Clubhouse, I would suggest checking out, check out their YouTube channel. They live stream every Tuesday night. Um, Shane, you can, you can share, um, yeah, Frank sharing the link to Ham Radio Adventures. Shane, you can share the link to uh, HRC's website if you want to, Ham Radio Clubhouse. And then Steve and uh, Jim and those guys have a, have a, a, a club for, and I'm not sure the stipulations behind joining their club, um, but K-Toads is their call sign, Kilo Tango Zero Alpha Delta uh, Sierra. So they have, they have a club uh, as well. I, I don't know the details behind their I can't find their, their web pages on both of those. Do they have web pages for those? I I, I know that I know that uh, the the clubhouse has a web page, but um, yeah, I, I'll let Shane share that. He's in the chat, so he can he can put that link in there. But yeah, for for Steve's club, I don't know if you guys know Steve KM9G temporarily offline. Hit him up if you're interested in joining his club. I don't know what the parameters are for being a club member over there. I think you just have to be a member of his Discord. I think, but I'm not sure. Um, so go ask him about that. But those are three really great virtual clubs that you don't have they're not restricted to a city or to a county or anywhere anywhere geographically located and you can uh you can join those clubs um to to do stuff that they do what if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation where it's not about mission statements but a shared mission at u.s customs and border protection we go beyond to protect more than borders from ship to shore air to ground Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With, uh, with all those guys. So really good, uh, really good group of guys there. Uh, check, check their webpage to join their clubs. Um, yeah. They do have instructions on how to do that. Each of those are a little bit different. Um, I think the clubhouse is free and they get access to the Discord server. Discord, I found, is much more friendlier than other uh, websites out there in ham radio communities on QRZ and Facebook. Um, yeah. yeah. And and there's uh, our, our Discord server, Ham Radio 2.0, and um, the HRCC, the Ham Radio Clubhouse, the Toads Discord servers, all great Discord servers to mm -hmm. go in there and find more uh, options and information. I think all of them at least have a channel that is dedicated to questions and answers. So yes. go in there and that, that's very helpful. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, so that's the Ham Radio Club. And... Um... That that was number one. Um, my email list was was uh, kind of like an un, unannounced number two. <laughs> but uh, the first thing I one of the first things I would do is I would download. If you're a new technician, just got your license, um, go on now, your smartphone. Real real fast. Alan is asking a question about um, clubs. Why are members in a ham radio club usually older? Because you and I haven't joined them yet. <laughs> because you have that demographics be, because you haven't them. 
because you haven't joined yet, Alan. That's why. <laughs> so yeah, so we need some uh, some new people in different clubs uh, to to be more of the 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 younger generation. So that's a good. I mean, be, ham radio clubs have existed for decades. A lot of them are decades old and have members in them that have been members for 20, 30, 40 years. Nothing wrong with that. A lot of knowledge there. Uh, Her, the Hearst Club is like that, but they have a lot of younger members in the Hearst but Club as well. The, so. the older members are Elmers. So don't, don't, yes. don't knock them just because of their ages. And Correct. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they are not good old boy clubs. They're welcoming to new members. There are clubs out there that are like that, but if, if that's the closest one and they kind of are, our clubs, the Ham Radio Ventures, and our Discord yeah. servers will be there for you. All the all all of the three clubs I've just named are not clickish at all. They welcome all kinds of new members, and they're happy to answer questions to new people. So I wouldn't have mentioned them otherwise. But um, but yes. So so one of the first things you can do is you can download an app on your phone called Echo Link. And uh, it's available on smartphone, or, I'm sorry, Android and iOS both. You can download Echolink. When you first download it, they make you register your call sign, which is easy. And you have to prove basically that you're ham. Once you have your call sign, you can download Echolink. Um, and you can install Echolink, but you can't log into it until you have a, a, an official login. So you have to fill out this form and you have to, um, and they have to approve you because Echolink connects to multiple ham radio repeaters and they don't want people who are not licensed connecting to those repeaters for obvious reasons. So download Echolink and then you can connect to different repeaters around the world, different um, different nodes around the world. I have an Echolink server connected to my All-Star system, my All-Star system, which I've mentioned many times on past videos. If this is your first video with us, uh, welcome. My Echolink server is, um, the number is 57, no, wait a minute. I'm going to say that wrong. Five, okay, I, 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 I'll look it up. <laughs> I don't want to say it wrong. But you can connect via Echolink to my server and connect to my all-star server, and you can talk with us. We are going to have an after chat on my all-star server after this live stream ends. Um, we've done that the last couple weeks. I've had, I don't know, um, a dozen or so people uh, connect to us and, and talk. So if it's uh, if you want to connect to All-Star and talk to us either via All-Star or via Echolink, you can do that. But download and register your call sign on Echolink. Get that going. Get that set up. And it's a good way to talk on repeaters around the world if you don't have a repeater near you. Or if you're traveling and you have a repeater near you and you want to talk back to your friends on your local repeater, you can travel and uh, open up Echolink on your phone. It uses your 4G, 5G connection. And it, it, it connects over the internet back to your repeater, assuming that your repeater has Echolink. If not, then you can always connect to, to my server and, and just go from there. Um, so so Echolink is one of the things that I always say you should probably grab and uh, and log into and register yourself on for um, just, to, just to get on the air. Just to get, It doesn't even require a radio. It's just an app. But again, you have to register your call sign. Um, mm -hmm. Another thing to do... And I, this is one of my favorite things to do on ham radio, <clears throat> is DMR. And, and all of this stuff is free. The Echolink app is free. Registering on uh, radioid.net. I'll put that link in the chat real well, quick. Did we explain what Echolink is before we move to DMR here? Echolink is, well, I mean, that's a good point. Echolink is a way to connect repeaters together over the internet. Not just also repeaters, 
I can connect right. via my phone back. And, and well, I that's what I mentioned, that's, mentioned a little bit of that. But yeah, that's what I said. Voice over IP linked yes. to a Echo Link enabled repeater. That's Correct. why you need yes. your uh, upload and they want to confirm it because mm -hmm. they're eventually going to link you back to an active repeater. And Correct. then it's going to be transmitted over that repeater. Yes. Thank you, Scott. Yeah, it, I saw the number. I knew it was right. My Echo Link server is 875510. I was thinking 85770, and I was like, I know that's not right. <laughs> 87, so if you have Echo Link on your phone, if you don't have access to All Star, uh, my All Star node is 43136. WP3JM just shared that. Um, and we'll talk about that towards the end of the stream as well. But the Echo Link server is 875510. So if you have Echo Link on your phone, it's enabled, you've registered and everything, you can connect to Echo Link uh, 875510. It's my call sign, KC5HWB-L, for L for link, and you can connect to us over there. But Echo Link is a good way to get started for a newcomer. If you don't have a radio yet, if you don't have um, a repeater near you, or if you're a repeater near you, if you've keyed it up a few times and you're like, well, there's nobody coming back to me, it doesn't seem like it's a very active repeater, you can get on Echolink and connect to active systems around the world. Around the USA, yes, but around the world. Um, I've talked overseas on Echolink many times, and it's um, it's good. So um, so that's, that's one thing to do there. Um, the next thing I would do is register a DMRID. Go to radioid.net, which I just shared that link in the chat. You can, uh, you can put your call sign in. They do make you verify your call sign, and they give you instructions when you go register with them to say, go download your call sign, go to this link, click here, click here, click here, download your, your license in PDF format. You have to upload it to the website so that they know that you are you. So no one can go in there and claim your call sign and get an ID under your name and then start keying up repeaters and DMR networks and, and, and making trouble. So they make you register, similar to Echolink, they make you register and verify that the call sign belongs to you. But you can, but if you want to, if you ever want to get on DMR, um, if you ever want to get a DMR radio or a DMR hotspot, you're going to have to have an ID. Now, um, <clears throat> Don, Don says uh, D-Star and YSF in the chat as well. And yes, uh, there's a way to register. I was about to say that. There's, so 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 those are a little bit different. Um, there is a way to register for D Star. I don't remember what it is. If you just Google register on D Star, you have to do, you have to have a call sign to do that as well. But when you buy a brand new D Star or a brand new uh, YSF Yazoo System Fusion Radio, when you boot that radio up and when you plug that radio in, and turn it on the first time, it's going to ask you for your call sign. And when you put that call sign in that radio, that's the call sign that it's going to use on the digital network. With a DMR radio, you need a specific ID. It's a seven-digit ID. And, and again, it's, it, this is all free stuff. It's not something you have to pay for. Uh, but with DMR, you, you need a, a... DMR is not done via call sign. It's done, done via, uh, via ID. ID. And DMR is one of my favorite systems that's out there. Now, I've, I've, I didn't like ASU System Fusion at first, but it's really grown on me over the last two or three years. And I get on ASU System Fusion sometime. There's a group of guys down here at, and... Uh, around the Baytown area, around the Galveston area, and they run a, a, a YSF reflector system called the uh, Texas Patriots Reflector, Ooh. two or three repeaters. They have a net on Monday nights. I've joined that a few times. But um, but you can do that. as uh, You can get on there as well. So A great great question from Samuel right now. Okay. Can I get a DMRID even as a technician? Absolutely. 
all of this stuff it, that we're talking about tonight is 100% available to, to technicians. You don't, you do not need to do anything besides have a technician license call sign to do all the stuff we're doing tonight. This is a this this is a live stream for brand new ham radio operators that has just passed your test and just got your call sign. You do have to have a call sign to to register on these places, but but technician is just fine. Now, my two cents about digital here, uh -huh. um, and, and stem me if this is going to come up later. Hopping back to point one, after you joined your ham radio group or club in your local area, mm -hmm. before you dive into any digital frequencies, DMR, Yezu, Fusion, um, All Star, um, and I think there's another one I'm forgetting right now. Um, look on your local repeaters and see what they are using. Yes. yes, most of these you can build hotspots and other things to connect into the network if you don't have a repeater they're Correct. able to. But if there's a active DMR group or um, presence, DFW areas heavy in DMR, also mm -hmm. Fusion, um, then Yes, that would be a good digital mode to go into and invest because these digital radios are more expensive than just a pure analog HT or even mobile. Yeah. So yeah. Um, just yep. just not buyer beware, but something to note. Just just after yes. you join your local club or even open up repeater book and see what the digital repeaters are around you so you can get one that will work in your area and you can have more fun. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah, and you can get hot, like Frank said, you can get hotspots to connect everything too. But yes, yeah, if you have a lot of DMR repeaters around you, go get a DMR radio. If you have a lot of D-Star repeaters around you, go get a D-Star radio. It's a good uh, good plan there. So yeah, so but register on radioid.net with your call sign. Get a DMR ID. Even if you're not going to, if you're like, well, I don't know if I'm going to use DMR today, it's free. Go register it. They don't email you. I don't think I've ever gotten an email from them at all. No. Um, no. so it's not, you're not going to get a bunch of spam mail or anything like that. Just get a DMR ID so that it one day, if you get on DMR, you already have that ready to go. Uh, the next one I will say, and some people may kind of laugh at this register on QRZ.com, QRZ.com. I'm out. So I'm done. yeah, yeah. So if <laughs> I go here and I search my own call sign and I don't mind sharing my address because I have a, I have a mailbox, a private mailbox address with this. Um, so if I search my own call sign, it, oh, I'm not even logged in. <laughs> so here's my page. And you and if you don't have, okay, so something about QRZ. QRZ pulls all of their stuff from the FCC universal licensing system, the FCC ULS. So all of the information you put on your application to get your license is going to be available on QRZ anyway. But you go in there and you register and you say, hey, I own this account that you've already got on your website. It's mine. And then you can go in there and you can put different stuff in there. Like, you know, you can build your own page and whatnot. And if you ever get on HF or if you get on two meter sideband. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, technicians can use 10 meter HF. Uh, 10 meters has been open for a, a little while and uh, a little while here recently. If you get on two meter sideband or something like that, people are going to want to look up your call sign and see where you are and maybe send you emails and stuff. You don't have to register your email address if you don't want to. 
but um, but I would register an account. I would go in and claim. It's not really a registration because your account's already going to be there. I would go in there and I would claim an account on QRZ.com. There's a lot of there's there's study material on here. There's uh, swap pages on here. If you want to go to Swap Meet, you mm -hmm. can uh, ham radio gear for sale. Right here, I can, I'm not I'm not logged in. That's why it's saying that. So it's wanting me to log in. But you can you can sell ham radio gear, you can buy ham radio gear. Um, There's a lot can, of um, forms on there that have yeah. a bunch of information about new radios and what radios are out there. There's uh, some information also on um, how how to build antennas. It's, it's a great right. place for knowledge and to ask your questions if you're brave enough. Yeah, some of the some of the forums can get a little toxic. Some of the guys out there really don't like YouTubers, but there's a lot of other information on this website besides that. So be Don, that as it may, who's that young but, guy uh, at the top right corner? Yeah, yeah, that picture's kind of old, but um, yeah. Pull up so, my page. What's KG5AHJ look like? Okay, pull that up. I'm just curious now. Have you ever done anything with it? There you go. Yeah. Oh, you got you got Mike on your page. Oh, your no. modern your modern rogue video. <laughs> we gotta fix that. You gotta fix that. <laughs> so yeah. Um so get yeah, so register yourself on qrz.com and uh once you have a license, go in there and claim your page, and then you can build your page out and do whatever you want to. And you can tell your story about ham radio. You can you can do nothing with it if you want to, but at least claim it and uh and have it av uh, readily available if you want to. So um the other thing, the next thing on my list, and this is something I knew I added to the list uh, since the video I recorded three years ago. And I actually got my wife to do this recently. So I would go out and register on Podadot app, which is Parks on the Air's website. I'll put that uh, link in the chat real quick. I'll put all these links in the description uh, when the video is done. So those of you on Team Replay can go watch them. Um, go out there and register on the Podadot app website. Um, technicians can do Poda on either 10 meters, if the band is up, between 28.300 megahertz and 28.500 megahertz. Or you can actually read, you can actually activate a park on 2 meters and 440 as long as you're not using a repeater. Um, it's a little bit harder to do because there's not as many people and there's not as, it's not as long-reaching as, um, as HF is. Uh, I know guys who have activated parks on satellite, and you can do satellite as a technician because a lot of satellites are VHF and UHF, 2 meters and 440 satellites. So you can go out there with satellite equipment and go into the park and, and activate a park, uh, get 10 contacts to activate the park on all on satellites if you want to, if that's, if that's your thing. So, yeah, register your call sign on poda.app and uh, just create yourself an account. And then, see, this is my account right here. I actually am logged in here. And once you do that, you will, uh, you will, if you go activate parks, you can go upload your logs to this website. And it'll start to just build itself from there. And this is all. This is these are the latest parks I've activated. Recent activations, recent hunter QSOs. You can hunt on the park now. You don't have to upload logs as a hunter, but if you have if you have yourself registered on the website, you can go in and look and see. Oh, these are all the people who I've hunted recently that uploaded their logs, and you got credit for it as a hunter. So you can do all that and get these awards and whatnot. Kind of some neat stuff in here. But Parks on the Air is a very, very fun event. It is much more fun once you get your general and, and then extra, of course, as well, because you get HF privileges as general and extra. So it opens up a lot more possibilities once you get that upgrade. But you can absolutely do 10 meters on, uh, on POTA, and you can absolutely do VHF, UHF on POTA. 
if you if those of you going to the Huntsville Ham Fest uh, mm-hmm. next next month, there will be a lot of uh, FM Simplex activity on 146.52, the national calling frequency for FM Simplex, and also on our our uh, channel that we've designated to be our our back channel talk group uh, talk uh, frequency, which is 146.45. You can sit there on an HT at the park and call CQ Poda and activate, and activate that part and and get ten contacts every day. E- Every Easy. day. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. And Poto will let you activate once every 24 hours. Now, you can get more than 10. You can just keep going, keep adding them to your log, but you're, you're activated once, you're, um, once you have 10 contacts. So you could totally do that at the Huntsville Ham Fest because there'll be a lot of people on 6.52 on Montesano State Park, which is where I'm staying. A lot of those guys are staying there as well. So it's, um, it's, it's, it's a very fun event inside of Ham Radio right now. It's one of the... It's really brought HF alive in ham radio right now. So go in and registering your call sign on this website. Once again, it's free, and it's something that um, I think you'll find a lot of good, useful information out of because it's just a fun event to do. So now, Frank, Frank, I may let you talk about this one a little bit because the way that I met Frank, Frank and I used to work together at a technical support call center. (laughs) Serious? No, this is not a joke. No, 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 no. I'm just laughing with the memories. Yeah. So we used to work together at a technical support call center, and I think I brought an HT with me one time, or maybe I had I had something on my desk. And Frank and Frank and I knew Frank. We had met. We were in the same hiring class together. And he walks by my desk one day, and he's like, "Hey, are you a ham?" And I said, "Yeah, are you?" He goes, "No, but I, I I've been I've been reading up on it, and I want to study and get my license." And the reason that Frank wanted to do that is because of Skywarn. Yes. Skywarn, the National Weather Service, this is weather.gov forward slash Skywarn, and you can get, you can do actual storm chasing and storm spotting, most of which is done on two-meter repeaters in whatever area you're in, mm-hmm. and when a storm comes up, you can get in your car, your vehicle, and you can drive, or you can even, if you have a, re- a really good base station, you could just operate from your home if you want to. Yes. Um, just be careful of lightning, you know, turn your radios off if lightning comes through. But you can get in your car and you can go literally chase tornadoes. Yeah. Now, 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 to what, what's uh, the more official Skywarn stuff? They are not storm chasers. They're mm. storm spotters. They're going to storm spotters. spotters. Correct. In a particular area, they're not going to be deploying spotters to go and they they'll be requesting spotters for a particular area, but they're not going to ask you to go drive to that area or patrol Correct. area. Yeah. But um, so. Go ahead. So what they do, what they do in our area, this is the Tarrant Racy's website right here. Tarrant County is where Fort Worth is, which is that way. I'm actually in Tarrant County right now. So when Tarrant can so when there's a storm that comes through um, the North Texas area, Dallas, Fort Worth, um, Denton area, they will activate a weather net called Racy's. Now with Racy's, you actually have to go take some courses, some online mm-hmm. courses, and you have to get registered to do Racy's. Um, Racy's is, if you don't know what Racy's is, it's one of the questions on your technician test. So you should at least know what it is if you have a license. Um, so they will spin up a net and then we'll say, okay, we need spotters out in the Grapevine area or out in the South Lake area or out in the, uh, the, the Saginaw area or south of the county, like around the Mansfield Johnson, uh, Mansfield Johnson County line area, something like that. So they will say, we know, where are you? So you can get in your car, and if there's a tornado 20 miles west of you, but it's in your area, you can get in your car, and you can report back to the net control and say, it's rain out here, we don't see any hail yet, you know, light winds, whatever. I, 
Um, but if they say, well, it's moving your way, and in 30 minutes you're going to see something, so report back when you do, you're like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, Skywarn um, is providing ground truth to the National Weather Service. National Weather Service can see how much rain is falling in a particular area. They can look at some of the winds, but they're looking for ground truth on the ground. They can Correct. see that there's a hail core, but they don't know what's falling. They don't know how big the hail is. The uh, right. tornadoes don't show up on radar. They mm -hmm. can see characteristics on a radar screen. And I'm not going to get into that. The Skywarn classes will help you uh, and teach you what to be looking for, but they don't have the ground truth. And Skywarn yeah. is there to teach you and what to look for and how to report it back to the National Weather Service. This is a great thing we provide back to our community because there are a lot of amateur radio operators and we can provide quick ground truth to the um, local area. Correct. Um, also to harpen back to a little bit to RACES, RACES is the only restricted nets in amateur radio. You yes. have to be a RACES member and this and this is very important to when there's a RACES net going on. Um, if it's emergency, you see a tornado, key up. They want to know that you it's it's emergency that threatens mm -hmm. life property go ahead and key up but other than that that is the only directed and restricted nets out there um you mm -hmm. have to be a member of the races local races group um if there's a races group in your area search your county most of the times and put races on there and um, you find information on how to join them there's usually more training um tarrant county was a half days of training and they mm -hmm. were really rigid on what the reporting criteria are in the format. And that's also important because yeah. they want these messages to be going pretty fast mm -hmm. so that they can get to the next operator and the next message on what's going on in your local area. Um, right. If there's an Aries net, that mm -hmm. is a net that anyone can join. So listen, yeah. very important in amateur radio, before you key up, listen and, and figure out and understand what's going on. Because if they say an Aries net, then you can, you're more than welcome to join the net um, as a, a reporting, but just don't key up, please. Uh, my, one, my pet pee is, is keying up, and uh, this is KG5AHJ. I'm over here at uh, Maine and uh, 20, mm. telling you I'm here. Yeah. That, that's useless traffic to a racy's net. So, yeah, yeah, so, and, and, um, yeah, and but but it's good. But the National Weather Service guys, the actual employees of the National Weather Service, the actual guys that are out there, most of those guys are hams, or at least a lot of them are. And a they will get are. on the repeater, and they will say, hey, this is, uh, and they'll give their call sign with the National Weather Service. We're looking for information in this area. Well, and, it's usually uh, volunteers at yeah, the yes. um, uh, Well, they National can be employees or, or volunteer, whichever. Yeah, yeah but they're still, they're still – employed or at least uh ad administered by the national weather service so mm -hmm, either way mm -hmm. but yes yeah and 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 frank is right if you have an aries aries is another thing it's uh, amateur radio emergency service aries doesn't require any training any information basically it's just people getting on the radio and saying hey i'm here this is what i see and that you will report back to a net to an aries net control um denton county and dallas county both have an aries net that comes up when um when storms come through this area. Yep. So so depending on where the storm is, if it's in Tarrant County, it'll be a Racy's net. If it's in Denton County, it'll be an Aries net. And anybody can talk on those Aries nets. And and you can go out and you can do you can do uh, storm spotting. And, and as somebody said in the chat, they're storm spotters, not chasers. Well, I like to chase storms. I'm not saying you should do that, but yeah, that's, that's that, they'll call themselves storm chasers. It's kind of a fun thing to do. Be safe, mm -hmm. okay? Don't be stupid. Be safe. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But, um, yeah, Don, but going through that training is very beneficial. The Don is also points out another criteria is races is a requested net brought up by a uh, supporting agency. Yes. So Tarrant County will request a races net to be brought up during a storm event so they can get more ground truth to National Weather Service faster. Yes, correct. Correct. So so storm spotting, if that's and again, that's that's one of the reasons Frank got into ham radio. Oh, it's one lot- of the reasons. It, yeah. And and then from there. Um, I found love with um, HF over um, field yeah. day events. I figured well, that's of probably going to be later. Of course, and that's and that's well. No, we're not going to talk much about HF today because this is more focused around technicians. Uh, but I but I mentioned POTA already. So um, so that's the yeah. That, I mean that's a lot of people get into it for storm spotting, and I think that's a really fun event. I go out and I, I do storm spotting when I can. I haven't done it in a while. Mm-hmm. But the last storm that came through, I'm like, you know, I should probably go out, and I, and I didn't because I was busy with something else. But um, but it's it can be a really fun thing to do with ham radio, <laughs> a lot of activity on the repeater system, a lot of really good. My mom one time, this is back long time ago, <clears throat> right after I first got licensed, and I was living in Denton County at the time, and I went out and I did some spotting for the um, for the uh, for the Aries net that was up there. And I don't remember exactly how she was listening to me, but she could. I think she had a scanner at her house, and so I was like, "Tune to this frequent, this frequency when this repeater, you'll hear all the information." Mm-hmm. And I'm on, I'm on there, but there's a lot of other people on there as well. And later, after I think it was the next day, she texted me or something. She called me maybe, and she's like, "Hey," she's like, "It was funny because I had the weather channel on for you know for or the the local news channel. I won the weather channel, the local news channel, and it's like somebody would say something over the repeater, and the National Weather Service would take take that report in, and then like a minute and a half later, it would be on the TV station. Oh, we're seeing this and this and this here. So I'm like, well, yeah, that's where they get their information is people yeah. like like me and Frank and you guys being out there reporting real time information back to the National Weather Service, and then that's where they get the the TV information from. So that, can, that's one way. It's one way to do it. You can also listen to that. Some of the um, radio scanner apps out there have links into those uh, weather repeaters that you Correct. can listen to. And that will give you faster information about ground truth out there. Um, one other note about Skyward, you don't have to be an amateur radio operator to take the Skyward classes no. and get trained. There's a, a phone number and I think a new text message number that you can send text messages about ground truth straight to the National Weather Service. So still yes. not requiring a um, um, ham radio license to be skywarned and helping out with National Weather Service. But 
um, a a uh, radio license is mm-hmm. highly required because you get that to them much much faster. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, those are two things that, and that this may not interest everyone. All of these things may not interest everyone, but these are some things you can do with a brand new license. Mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. that's the thing. Um, the next thing on the list is go get your general. I mean, when you go when you get the general HF privileges, um, and again, if you are testing for technician and pass your first time well if it takes you two or three times that's okay too but if you pass with flying colors your first time take the general test most most uh, vecs will say hey did great got 92 percent. awesome do you want to take a general test sure why not because you're sitting right there already anyway so take your general course and if you miss it by a few that's fine go study your general course, and while it's all fresh in your mind, because general is not that much different, the question pool is not that much different than mm-hmm. technician. When you get into extra, you get into a little bit more theory, a little bit more electronics, deep diving stuff, and and I would I would encourage you to go get your extra too. I need to take that own advice myself. But getting my general license really opened up amateur radio to me because some of the some of the most fun I've ever had in ham radio is going down to Costa Rica on de-expedition and operating HF, going out to parks on the air and operating HF, and just being the, just working pileups. It's just, it's incredibly fun to do. So get get your general upgrade. Um, don't stop at technician. Get your general upgrade. And you don't have to do it immediately. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to do, you, know, you, if, you do if you don't pass it the first time, you go back and study a little bit and go back a month or two later or something like that. But while it's fresh, while all that information is fresh in your mind is the best time to do it, in my opinion. So Agreed. I agree here. wholeheartedly. Yeah. And there's different ways to get general. This is the general course that's on my channel. These This question pool uh, expired um, a, a month ago, at, at the end of June, so less than a month ago. Generally, they only change about 10 to 15% of the questions, though. So if you go study today for this, uh, this set of uh, study courses I have here, it's, it, you're probably going to be able to pass still because the information doesn't change that much. Now, I did put this video up about uh, the new uh, general question pool for 2023 to 2027, uh, and Ham Radio Prep has that right now. So if you want to go download Ham Radio, the free app I talked about earlier, Ham Radio Prep, you can start studying for general with the latest question pool right now. We are going to do a general course from somebody, hopefully the Hearst Club, um, hopefully fall, uh, later fall this year, just like we did the technician course right here. Um, we are going to do that later on this channel, but right now uh, the most updated information is the... Um, is ham radio prep the most updated information that's out there another thing to do and i i kind of failed to mention this up front frank said to google the city you live in ham radio club and if you find a club a lot of these clubs will give free classes the mm-hmm. hearst club gives free class they didn't come onto my channel and do a free live stream just be just out of the i mean they did it because that's what they do all the time anyway it's nothing different you can go find free classes at a lot of different clubs especially in north texas um, but if you live in a metropolitan area, Houston area, Oklahoma City, um, New York City, Chicago, places like this, it doesn't even have to be a large city. But a lot of the times, the ham radio clubs in that area will offer free in-person classroom classes. Some of them might be doing virtual classes these days because Zoom's so easy to get into. Um, so you can absolutely do that in person if you'd rather do it than than doing some sort of online or app learning through your phone or something like that. So there's always mm-hmm. that option too. Again, like I said earlier, 
the most important thing to me, the most important thing is just go get your license. How you do it is irrelevant. It's all the same question pool. It's all the same test you're going to take. It's all the same material, study material. All There's half a dozen different study guides out there. W5YI, Ham Radio Prep has a study guide. Um, uh, KB6NU study guide. AWRL has a study guide. There's two or three others out there. It's all the same question and answers. It's just a matter of how they present it. So all the information is exactly the same because it's put together by... Um, FCC and AWRL have a joint thing. I'm not sure exactly who does that. But all the information is the same. So just go get a study guide, go study, and get your license. That's the most important thing. Doesn't how, matter how, you how do would it. you go and try to find a testing site? This question comes from Homer in the chat. The be okay, I'll, I'll show you that right now. A testing site? A testing site. How do you go for to find testing? Um, he says he's in Keller, but I'm going to open that up more general. How do you find a online testing Okay, so if you're in Keller, then you have access to a lot of excellent ham radio clubs in the in the um, the mid cities area. Mm -hmm. North Richardson Hills has a good club. Hearst, Euless has a good club. Uh, the NetArc Northeast Terran Amateur Radio Club. Denton has a huge club. A lot uh, of those Carol clubs also have that information on their webpage, saying when their testing sessions are. Yes. But yeah. I, I like to open it up in general. Um, where can we go to find testing? So what I would do, and a lot of, and Shane's talking about the clubhouse does virtual testing. Uh, Steve KO4AFL, he does, he spearheads testing sometimes. Uh, he he's a VE. There's a lot of VEs out there. Mm -hmm. um, so you can get one of these Discord servers. You can get testing done in. Go to hamstudy.org/sessions. That's the website I have showing on the screen right now. You can drill down here and you can find both virtual and in-person testing, like New England Amateur Radio Club right here is doing an in-person exam. That's an in-person exam right there in Nat Natick, Massachusetts. I don't know where that is. Natick, Massachusetts. North Richland Hills. This is the one of the clubs I just mentioned a minute ago. North Richland Hills, Texas. Uh, Big Bear Lake, California. Midlothian, Texas. Tampa. Finlay, Ohio. But they have virtual sessions listed on this same web website. So they have, there's, there's one in Germany right there for crying out loud. So they have virtual and in-person classes listed on this website, listed by date, by the club, and they have, you know, uh, I don't, I think that, I think the, uh, I think the, these numbers here, are, I think these numbers here, are however many uh, sesh, uh, open spots they have, or something like that. Uh, this one right here says um, the, I'm not going to even try to say that. Prescott, Arizona. This uh, Yavapay, however you say ARC, bi-monthly <laughs> in-person sessions. So they mm -hmm. do it twice a month. Every month, right there. So there you go. So you can, hamstudy.org forward slash sessions is uh, is where I would go to find a test. ARRL.org has a list of testi testing uh, of both classes, free classes that are offered, and testing locations. So you can find that there as well. Uh, people are congratulating Jeremy. Oh, there we go. Hey, look at that. So yep. Jaron E. Uh, Schnuel, I hope I said that right, just passed tech yesterday. Thanks for the support and the education. Hey, bud. Congratulations to you! Thank you for uh, thank you for uh, letting us know that. <coughs> My throat's dry. I've been talking a lot. <laughs> ah, so yeah, hamstudy.org forward slash sessions is an excellent way to get uh, to get a um, to find a, a testing location. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So. Um, the last thing on my list is get on the air, get your first official radio. And I have a lot of videos on my channel. If you go to, again, if you go to my homepage, youtube.com forward slash ham radio two zero, 
scroll down here. I have this playlist called a new ham workshop. And all of these videos are, um, sorry, I had to take a drink. Uh, all mm -hmm. of these videos are best mobile ham radio, best tri-band ham radio, best handheld, best HF, best coax, MMP coax, best this, best that. These are, <coughs> these are non-exhaustive lists, but they are my suggestions for what is a good starter radio depending on price range. That's pretty much how I put everything together. What do I think is it best handheld ham radio under $100 in 2022? Um, best DMR ham radio. Uh, best um, best brands. Which brands should you be looking at? You, you see all these brands on on uh, Gigaparts or HRO or um, Amazon or whatever. What brands are good and what brands should be be looking for? That's that right there. Mm -hmm. So go check out my new ham workshop. It's put together for stuff like that, and it, it shows you... And and when you get on the air, I'm going to drop a link real fast okay. to my my first setup. This is a cheap Amazon setup for almost $100 for all the equipment. Um, let me just type that out a little nicer. Of uh, Just a Baofeng radio and a mag mount for the car. Because you don't want to transmit yeah. from your car on an HT. Um, ham radio setup sorry typing and frank talking <laughs> don't work well um Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a, you know, a huge setup at home. Just get on the air. An HT in your backyard will work great for repeaters less than 10 miles away if yes. you don't have a mountain between you. Um, but... It, it, it just get on the air, get put a mag mount on the car and an a and handheld that works beautifully. Um, yeah, yeah, I did have a question. Um, JD14144, I just passed my technician yesterday. They told me I would receive an email telling me what to do next. Does that sound right? I did not receive the, any email yet. So, I, they probably meant that you would get an email saying, hey, here's your license. Click here to log into the FCC ULS and download your a copy, a PDF copy of your license. That's probably what they meant because mm -hmm. that's, that's what will happen next. Uh, um, but so, yeah, I, yeah, that sounds right. I, but when I uh, got my license, we, were, we still had to search the FCC database on mm -hmm. um, the ULS for your license. So mm -hmm. uh, I will highly recommend doing that. Uh, I think it's last name, comma, first name while searching that database. So yeah. once you're in that database, you are licensed to go. Um, you correct. Um, that's that you even before you take your test. I think you're required to sign up and get a FCC ID 
that instead right. of your social security number, you put on the forms and that's all that stuff linked. Um, Scott, <laughs> C++ does not require good typing. <laughs> that's true. That's as true. long as I misspelled the yeah. same word the same way, pilot don't care. Uh, that's true. That's true also. So, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that, I mean, that's pretty much my list there. And, mm -hmm. um, and any suggestions, like I said, any suggestions are, um, are, are welcome guys. Um, I do want to play. We're going to, uh, Frankie, have you got a list of questions? Oh, yeah. I have a uh, lightning okay. round if you want to go through when you're ready. Yeah. Okay. Let me, uh, I, please pause for these, uh, for these short commercial messages. How would you like to win a brand new Yezu FT5D? I'm going to tell you about a project I'm working on that's going to start at the end of July. Watch this. On Saturday, July 29th, I will be getting on a plane going somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to get on a plane and fly out of state to somewhere, and I'm going to take this brand new Yezu FT5 with me. And when I land, I'm going to turn on APRS and Beacon APRS. The way that you win this radio, I'm going to gamify this. The way that you win this radio is you come find me on APRS. Each day I will post a new video. Every day I will record a video and upload it, and it will post the following day. And I'll tell you where I, when I get there, I'll tell you where I am. I'll tell you what to look for. I'll tell you how to find me, because I will be KC5HWB-something on APRS. I'm going to fly to one spot, spend a day or two there, get in a car, drive to another spot in another state, and all the way be beaconing APRS. We're going to do some POTA along the way. We're going to end up at a really cool location at the end of all this. It's going to be a really fun event, so I invite you to join me. Look for me on APRS, and you can win. In this brand new radio all right so that's a fun uh that's a fun event i'm gonna start on saturday dude but, i uh, am yeah. laughing at your backyard and how much it's kind of changed but not changed and the amount of antennas yeah. are still back. i know those are those are all antennas and masts over there on the side and, and so. towers <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just brought home that tower section because i want to build my vhq hex beam Mm -hmm. I'm going to put it on that tower section Ooh. with a rotor and whatnot. So, Do you, do you have the yeah, wife but, sign off? I haven't seen the door chick in the chat yet. She was in there when we first started. Oh, um, yeah, she's uh, yeah, she's sort of, she's sort of, sort of a little bit kind of signed off. Really, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to questions. Uh, okay. You got a list of um, questions, Frank? Bill Bradley, how can I join or can I join more than one ham radio club? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a member of like four right now. Not including the virtual clubs. I'm a member of four here in the t North Texas area. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. It's it's not it's not exclusive. So you can join as many ham radio clubs as you want. Most of them have uh, annual dues around twenty five to thirty five dollars, something like that. Um, some of them are free, but some of them have annual dues. But it's like once a year type thing. So yeah, absolutely, you can do that. So um, yeah, po she popped her head up just there, Frank. Awesome. She says hey, hi, Frank. Hi. <laughs> Your marshmallows are still awesome. Thank you. She's bringing she's bringing marshmallows to Huntsville. Yes. So um, we're gonna have to eat, we're gonna have to eat them at the trailer because they 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 won't there won't be enough for everybody at the pavilion. But uh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, Jody asks here thoughts on hand sphere hand sphere for new hams. I saw him ask that. I don't know what ham sphere is. What okay. is that? Don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure what that is. Jody, if you will send me a Discord message and let me know what that is. Maybe that's something I can do a um maybe that's something I can do a video on later. I don't know about that. Don says RWK is fifteen dollars, so that's a good price. RWK nice. is a Rich Richardson Wireless Club. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's a good club. Yeah. Douglas, when will Lisa pass her general test? Lisa Ham Radio Class course. Or Leia. I'm sorry, Lisa. Oh, Leia. 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 
Henry mm-hmm. O'Crass course. And will Jason build a certain something? Oh yeah, the DX Commander question always comes up. So yeah, we we <laughs> actually have we're we're waiting until the weather. I, I said this on a live stream a, a couple weeks ago. Um, Shane and Frank and I are gonna are all have a, a brand new uh, expedition from DX Commander, mm-hmm. and we don't want to build it when it's 105 degrees outside. So we're gonna wait till this fall, and we're gonna probably do it then. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the current uh, that's the current plan. Uh, DG one four four again. I'm curious about Poto. Can you? Can you only activate parts that are marked on their map, or any part? You can only mark. Uh, you can only activate parks that are marked on their map. Um, they do state parks. They do national parks. They do national forests. They do historic sites. They don't do city and county parks. So if it's mm-hmm. a city or county park, forget it. It's not going to get added to the database. It's just not. There's there's too many of those, and it's just uh, they have. Thou- tens of thousands of places mm-hmm. that you can activate. They don't need city and county parks. So, if you, you say that, but we have to drive forty minutes to get well, a park. Well, that's true. If you have a place near you that's a historical site or that is a state park, maybe a new state park that just opened something like that, and it's not on the map yet, contact them, and you can ask them to add things. And a lot of times they will if it's if it's if it legit follows their rules. But yeah. It's generally just the if if I go here right now and I go to map and uh, there it goes and I'm just gonna DX into the United States and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say Texas just because so come on there you go if I just you scroll in and out <laughs> yeah exactly you see all these yellow dots on the map it might be kind of hard to see in the screen all these yellow dots on the map are parks mm-hmm. I mean there are. Yeah, there you can see a that. That being said, there. you still have to do a little bit of research because those yellow yeah. dots is the proximate point or area for that park. Um, yes. Do your due well, diligence. Well, it's just yes. And Google that park and figure out where the boundaries are. Just find um, yeah, just find the boundaries of the park. It doesn't have to be right on top of the dot. Now trails are a little bit difficult. It's marked once on the Poto map, but that mm-hmm. whole trail you need to be within a hundred feet of that trail and trailhead. And you can activate that trail. So mm-hmm. it might be marked in another state, but if that trail runs through your state or in an area close to you, Appalachian Trail, for example, runs through yes. five states, I think. Right. Um, anywhere along that trail, within 100 feet of that trail, you can set up and activate. Correct. Yes. So, so yeah. I mean, there there are thousands of parks out there available for us to activate. So... Yeah, mm-hmm. don't worry about not being able to find a park. You might have to drive a little bit, especially if you're out in the western United States. You might have to drive a little bit. But if you're on Long Island, you can drive three minutes and be a new, new park every three minutes. I did that with Bob a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, But, yeah, there are plenty of parks out there to activate. You know, the Northeast that. has parks. Of oh, yeah, North, yeah, New England area, the parks everywhere. So I use that $2 word again. Yeah. Um, Adam is asking a new channel member, by the way. Um, okay. DMR question. Mm-hmm. I know. Do you do you know about or a video on how to program a DMR radio? Uh, is there a video explaining the basics, color code, time codes, mm-hmm. and the purpose of them, etc.? Yes. Look on my channel for a video called DMR One Hundred and One. I go through all of that. I've actually got two or three videos that I've done. I, like I, I'll do a video. I, my, my the second video I ever put on this channel is a class that my friend Kent and I taught at the North Richmond Hills Club about DMR. He actually taught the class. I was just kind of there helping him. 
Um, and then since then, I put two up two or three other videos. About every year or two, I'll put up another video that says, "Oh, some stuff has changed. There's a little bit new information, but it's basically all the same." So, but yes, uh, just uh, search for DMR 101 on my YouTube channel. You can find that absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, Don stirring the pot here a little bit. Can I connect <laughs> a All Star node to a uh, Bridge DMR to Bridge yes. DMR? Yes. In fact, um, let me pull this up again. Um, N8PC is connected to my my uh, my my hub right here. Uh, N8PC out of Finlay, Ohio. He lives just outside of Dayton. I met him at Dayton this year, and uh, Brad is his name. And um, pretty sure that's right. I'm pretty sure his name's Brad. Um, he has a Brandmeister and a TGIF talk group connected to his All Star system, so you can you can key up. And I don't remember those those talk group members. Get on All Star and ask him. He's happy to tell you. But yeah, he has those connected to his all-star system. So if you key up those talk groups when he's connected to me, you can talk in from DMR to my all-star system. So yes, you can absolutely do that. Mm -hmm. uh, Scott's pointing out some parts um, are disjointed and have several locations that are not attached to the main body. Mm -hmm. um, I, that is correct. Pull up that parts page and get a park map, um, and that will show you where the park boundaries are. Yes. Um, Correct. Oh, I cut off the person's name here. I'm so sorry. The question is, though, if I have a D-Star radio, I can connect to a linked repeater. Can I get into a DMR comms? It's possible, yes, but it depends on how they have their repeater set up. Generally speaking, no. Most of them do not have that option. But if they have like an MMDVM repeater set up that's cross-connected with um, X, uh, X, I think it's called X, Ref X Reflector or something like that, um, it is possible to do that, but the administrator or the owner of the repeater has to have that all set up and running. So it really just kind of depends on, it really kind of just depends on the uh, the repeater system you're talking into. Mm -hmm. um, it's just talk to repeater owners. That's usually the local mm -hmm. club. Uh, Randall Rash. K-R-5-E-E-E. -E -E. Yeah. Gaming the system. He has a comment, but you type question in front of it. <laughs> we got it copied. <laughs> That's Funny. okay. Go ahead. Um, his comment is, uh, for technicians out there, get an HT, program it using repeater book, and start monitoring and listening to the chat from local hams. Agreed. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Good deal. Um... Then we have Gary here, Gary Fisher. Um, I like this. <laughs> I thought that was like a, I was like, what the heck is that? I was like, oh, that's your umbrella. The wind must be blowing out there. <laughs> yeah, the wind blew it. I thought your camera was like freaking out or something. <laughs> oh, that was weird. to block the uh, sun. But yeah, I yeah, yeah. No, that's all right. That's um, right. Gary Fisher says, uh, what logging program do you use? With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> what logging software do you use? What logging software do you uh, use? Okay. So that's, there's, a, there's a joke behind that question, um, which I think Mike started. Well, yes. Well, I don't know if Mike started it, but it's Mike a was, frequent question. We Mike all Mike was one of the Mike was one of the first joke. ones to. Re- yeah, Mike was one of the first ones to get asked that question. I get asked that question a lot too, and now it's become a running joke. What 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 uh, what programming what software are using? So I'll tell you what I use, and this is actually this is actually fun. This is actually leads into a, a new topic. So for parks on the air, I use Hammers, H A M R S. Hammers is free. On Mac OS and on Windows, and uh, and on uh, Linux desktop, uh, Ubuntu or something, you have to you could buy it on iOS and Android. And the only reason he does that is because it costs him money to upload it to those systems. But Hammers is the best, in my opinion, the best Parks on the Air application. He's making a lot of updates on it. I've had Jarrett, the the creator of Hammers, I've had him on the show two or three times. Um, he's last time I talked to him, he's working on a big update. And once that's done, we're going to bring him back on the show. Just last week, I had a meeting with Mike from the creator of Ham Radio Deluxe, who lives right here just about half hour from me. Mm-hmm. So we got together at a restaurant, and we sat down, we talked about some stuff. He wants me to do some promotional stuff from him. So Mike, so and they're going to be at Huntsville. Mike and his daughter, Lindy, they're going right. to be at Huntsville. And uh, we're going to bring them on to the channel, and that's going to be my Sunday night live stream the Sunday to, uh, on August 6th, the first Sunday in August. So two weeks from tonight, I'll be bringing Mike and Lindy on the channel. We're going to talk about uh, the current version of Ham Radio Deluxe, which is 6.8. We're going to talk about the 6.9 update that's that they're working on, and we're going to talk about the 7.0 update that they're also working on. We're going to talk about the whole kit and caboodle with that, and then I'm going to bring Mike back on to uh, the show at some point in time, and I want to get him to do a um, to walk me through setting up a master. I'm going to set up a master log for all the logs I've collected over the last 10 to 15 years Ooh. and uh, and put all that together in one common location and show us how to do all that. So, yes, Ham Radio Deluxe is the ultimate end-all, be-all, do-everything uh, logging software. It does it does cost money, and we're going to, um, we're going to be uh, offering a coupon code to those guys uh, very soon. So that's another thing we talked about. But yeah, uh, Hammers for POTA. N1MM is excellent for just general logging. Uh, N3FJP is what we use for field day, uh, which is which you have to buy that one too, but you, uh, a lot of clubs own that one because they have mm-hmm. different different uh, templates for different contests and whatnot. Um, or Ham Radio Deluxe is just like the ultimate has everything, do everything type thing. So. Yeah, those but Ham Radio are, those... Lux has to be – you host your own database. There's no a web plug-in to it, right? Like, I believe I, that I... is cor- – yes. It, it's, yeah, the database is on – it's part of the install when you install it on your desktop mm-hmm. desktop or laptop mm-hmm. machine. Yes, mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah. That, that was so, an interesting point on that one. So, yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. Kaloon Ka- mm. Republic? Okay. Um, he's asking – 
are there affordable base slash mobile radios that work well enough for beginners? Analog, uh, Baofeng HT, question mark. Um, I have an HT. If I get licensed, will you want to a base radio, base station radio? Okay, if I understand what he's asking, you're asking about beginner How, radio for HT and base station. Yep, yep. Okay, so I cover that in those those best of videos that I mentioned a minute ago. I cover that in uh, this uh, the best mobile radio for 2023. So a mobile radio can be a base station radio because most radios run on 12 volts, unless you're talking about big HF radios with their own built-in power supply. Okay, so a mobile radio with a power supply or a battery can be set up at, as a base station in your house. Okay, an HT has its own battery. You walk around with it, obviously. So I cover that in my, my best of video. So go check out that playlist there. But yes, I would set up, if you can put, if you don't mind putting an antenna on your house, yes, absolutely set up a base station. Uh, talk into local repeaters, talk into some simplex. If you have simplex area, uh, activity in your area, you're going to get out a lot farther with a higher power base station radio, mobile slash base station radio in your home. And an antenna that's higher up in the air, hopefully on the top of your house or on a tower or on a mast or something that you can put up higher than some, than an HT that you're holding inside of your home. I, so, yes, think, absolutely do that if I, you can. I, I agree, but um, for Balfings, a great first radio to get on the air. It lowers the barrier of entry on yes. us and just getting on the air and getting your feet wet a little bit and seeing if you enjoy this hobby. After you figure it out, hey, this is an amazing thing. Yeah, I'd probably go out and buy a little bit more expensive, nicer radio and look into the mobile yeah. radios. That's how I did it. I ran the HT and a mag mount, and I bought other accessories to that to make it nicer. I ran that for almost a year, um, right. and it, and right. it was it works well. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I uh, I read an article the other day and said and it called Baofeng's the uh, the radio that ham operators love to hate. And there's there's some truth to that. I mean, there's a, a Baofeng gets a lot of bad press, but realistically, <clears throat> I think a Baofeng is a great entry point. I think it's an excellent entry point to get your feet wet, get into the hobby, get on your local repeaters, talk to some people, see how you like it. Um, I think you should upgrade your Baofeng after using it for a while, six months, twelve months, a couple years, something like that. Um, get the get the best radio you can afford, and if the best radio you can afford is a twenty dollar Baofeng, then do that. Get on the air. There's nothing wrong mm -hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, uh, yeah, Baofangs are great. Um, I wouldn't use one as a base station. They kind of suck as far as uh, sensitivity goes. But um, yeah, yeah, get get a, get a base. If you want to put up an, if you don't mind, some people don't want to put antennas on the outside of their house or they live in an HOA. If you live in an HOA, put your house up for sale and move because HOAs suck. <laughs> don't, 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 don't do anything with HOAs. But if you can put an antenna up, you don't mind putting one in the air, you're absolutely going to get better performance and better um, distance out of a, out of a base station antenna. On the the antenna is the important part. Mm -hmm. You can mm -hmm. even you can even put a really tall antenna on your house and and plug a Baofeng or a five watt HT into it and reach out a lot farther than you would with a. With Be a, careful with, with the losses. How far you run that? Yeah. Because with UHF VHF, there is a lot of loss in the cabling. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Um, Scott so, is asking. Um, do you upload your POTA contacts to QRZ, Logbook of the World, or Q EQSL? I generally do not, but some people do. I want to start uploading mine to QRZ, and I want to start building out my QRZ logbook. 
Um, Logbook of the World is a little bit weird about your operating location. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually kind of working on it. I'm in the on the back burner. I'm working on a video to kind of talk about all that. But you can do that if you want to. You don't have to. But I mean, it's really kind of it's it's up to you about where you want to put your logs. So that's really a personal decision. Yep. Yep. Um, I. That's about it. That's that's okay. the lightning round. We okay. cleared out my queue. Okay. Okay. Good. If uh, if we missed anything, let us know. Uh, feel free to post your question again. And um, <clears throat> Don's kind of poking the bear here again. Uh, talk about sideband on two meter. So as a technician, you get all operating privileges above 50 megahertz. You get some HF stuff too. Like I said, 10 meters a minute ago. And you get some CW stuff down on like 40 meters, I think, if you, if you know CW. Most technicians don't. But you get all operating privileges above 50 megahertz, which is 6 meters and up. So 6 meters, 2 meters, 1.25 meters, 70 centimeters, 23 and 33 centimeters, and everything up there. So you can do sideband on 2 meters. There's a 2-meter there's a sideband net here in North Texas every Wednesday night at, at 8.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. The guy who runs it's up in Decatur, just uh, about two-thirds of the way to the deer lease, about that way. And he, will, he has a big beam antenna. And uh, you can hear him for a long way. He talks to stations down in Galveston, Houston area on two-meter sideband. So you can absolutely do sideband on two meters. It's very fun. I've done it a couple times. I haven't done it in a long time, but it's a, it's, it's a very fun project to do. So, yeah, anything on two meters you can do. Six me- Anything on six meters you can do. FT8, sideband, CW, FM, AM, whatever you want to do on those bands. You can absolutely do that as a technician, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um, is there a ham radio 2.0 two meter frequency? I saw that question and I think maybe he's asking about the frequency at Huntsville. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there, there's not an official two meter frequency that I run. No, but at Huntsville, if that's what you're talking about, uh, the group of us, it's not a ham radio 2.0 frequency. The group, the YouTubers group of us, uh, we use the, that frequency at Huntsville last year and to get it Dayton this year. We were on 146.45 megahertz, 2 meter FM. Mm-hmm. So 146.45 is where we will be. I'll have one side of my radio on that frequency and the other side on 6.52 simplex. So that's that's the two frequencies I'll be monitoring when I am at Huntsville. Yep, yep. And when will we be in Huntsville? That was another question uh, up in the chat I saw earlier. We will be there. We are driving in Wednesday. We'll be there Wednesday evening. Thursday is a chill out day. We're, I'm going to go to Gigaparts and bug those guys. Um, Friday, we're doing POTA all day at the park because Vern Six has rented a pavilion for us. He rented it Friday and Saturday. Saturday is the show. The Ham Fest itself is Saturday and Sunday. It ends at like 3 on Sunday. So we're going to be at the POTA pavilion. We're going to be at the, at, the, at the park pavilion all day on Friday for POTA. You guys want to come out and POTA with us? We did this last year. It was a lot of fun. Um, I set up my hex beam last year. I'm probably going to bring that again this year. Um, I think Don said he was going to bring his hex beam. I might let him do that instead. There will be a hex beam set up there, a buddy hex hex beam mm-hmm, set up there. Mm-hmm. And um, we're, we're going to bring some radios. We're going to sit down. You, you guys want to act? let people take turns activating POTA at the park. It's going to be a really fun event. Um, there might be some libations involved. There will be some cigar smoking there. I can guarantee that. Um, so it's going to be a really fun thing. Uh, Friday, All day Friday at the park, Montesano State Park, at a pavilion that Vern rented for us on Friday. Yep. And I promise I'm not going to get hammered within the first two hours this time. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to drink a lot of water because it's going to be hot out there. 
I remember flagging out Jess and her dad and be like, can you take me back to the trailer? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So that's it. Cool, Good. cool. Uh, Joey, thank you for the super chat. I have the RTL SDR V3. Do you have any long antenna recommendations for apartment use? I currently receive about five miles with the stick antenna, the stock antenna. Uh, you know what? If you're talking about a receive antenna, it doesn't really matter. Just put up a wire. Get a pack antenna. Go to that pack antenna link we shared earlier. Put up a wire. Or how about your folding does... Ed Fong antenna? Uh, the Ed Fong's for VHF, UHF. So he's talking about RTL SDR, which I presume he's, he means HF. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, RTL SDR is an, is, is an HF receiver. Um, so I, I, yeah, receive doesn't matter as much because you don't have to worry about SWR with receive. If you have a resonant antenna, it will receive better, yes. But, I mean, get like an infed half wave, a pack antenna, a car antenna, um, some infed half wave from somewhere, get a, a, a Nelson antenna from eBay or a 10 antennas from eBay and uh, put up a wire and plug it in and you'll be able to receive a lot better with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a question two or three below that mm. about um, HTs and sideband. He's looking at specifically the ICOM ICV86 HT. Does that do sideband? No, that's a if if it's V86, I believe that is a two meter only, two meter FM only radio. Most HTs are FM AM yeah. only. FM only, but yeah. uh, check check yeah. the check the um, specs on the radio, yeah. and um, mm -hmm. it will tell you. I don't know many <clears throat> HTs that do sideband. Mm -mm. People are saying RTL SDR will go through 900 megahertz or UHF in the chat. Yes, but most people use it to monitor HF. So he didn't really specify that question. Didn't specify what he was listening to, but um, presumably he's listening to HF. Um, if not, mm -hmm. then 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 uh, clarify what you uh, clarify on that question. But if you're listening to HF, and and guess what, a pack antenna will receive UHF, guys. It doesn't matter. It's a freaking wire. You're just receiving on a wire. So, yeah, mm -hmm. it'll receive. Uh, it'll receive a lot. Posting that link to the pack antenna. <clears throat> yeah. As of kind of right now, last time I checked, they're still in stock. Okay. Go go yeah. get yours now. If you guys haven't bought a pack, <laughs> if you if you have a general or higher license and you don't own a pack antenna and you want to do some POTA, go freaking buy that antenna right now because they're not in stock very often. Good luck to you to winning one of the three on my giveaway. Yes, but um, if you buy one today and then win one, then you've got two of them, man. <laughs> so uh, there's nothing wrong with having two pack antennas. I've got two myself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So <clears throat> well, a notepad is empty. Okay. All right. One other thing that I thought of a while back that I was kind of kicking around last week. Um, I want to do, and I, I don't know what this is going to look like yet, so suggestions are welcome. If you have any suggestions, hit me up in Discord. If, you don't ha if you're not on my Discord, please join my Discord. I'm in there just about every morning saying hello to everyone. I have a, a channel in there called Morning Cup of Coffee. I go in there just about every morning and say hello to uh, people, so... Uh, I don't spend all day in there, but I am in there every day, pretty much. Um, I want to do, like, a boot camp. Here's what I'm thinking. What I'm thinking mm -hmm. is I want to do sort of like a boot camp for ham radio boot camp um, on my Zoom channel. I've got, a, I've got a paid Zoom account, 
And I think I'll, I'll fire up Zoom and we'll, we'll do a, a, a scheduled thing. We'll do a planned date and time. And I'll fire up Zoom. I can have up to 100 people on Zoom. And this is not going to be, it's not going to be on YouTube. It's not going to be streamed or anything like that. This is just going to be a back channel. Join my Zoom and we'll just talk about ham radio for an hour or two. And, uh, and I, I'll probably record it fun. and I might, I might use parts of it later for a video, but it's not going to be live stream on, on YouTube. So some people don't want to be on YouTube and that's okay. Um, <clears throat> but I want to do a boot camp for you guys to just come on there and join. And it's just basically just an hour long Q and a session. What do you want to know about? What do you, I mean, and you guys will probably ask me some questions. I'm like, I don't have any freaking clue, but it might be some excellent, uh, material for, uh, research in a future video. So that might be a good mm -hmm. thing too. So, if you are interested in a boot camp, uh, Zoom non-stream boot camp up to a hundred people, sometime probably in like September, sometime after the Huntsville Ham Fest. We're not going to do it next month. I got a lot of stuff going on next month. Um, put a put a one in the chat real quick if you would be interested in something like that. Put a one in the chat. Let me know. And um, I'm probably going to do it either way, but I, I'd like to gauge interest right now. So. Um, uh, Boink Gaming. Can you go uh, ahead and post the uh, sign-up link one more time? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Boinkmatic Gaming. Can uh, can a four-foot-high chain-link fence around the yard be used as a receive antenna? Yes. You said LOL at the end, so I think you're joking. But yeah, you can absolutely use that. It's a metal fence. It will work great. Yes. What is the link for the giveaway? Okay, Paul, I'll get that. <laughs> Do we have to get a haircut for boot camp? No. In fact, you don't even really have to turn on your camera. I don't really care. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of ones in the chat. Yeah, I'm starting to see ones in the chat. Is a is a is a um thirty second delay between when we say it and they hear it. Mm-hmm. Boom. Okay. So here is the link for the giveaway. You guys be sure and sign up for that. In fact, I'll pin that to the top of the chat right now so that you guys can see that. Nice. So, um, yes. uh, Shane also is saying, um, if you're in the North Texas area, uh, we do Poton meetups, um, yes. around, uh, support your parks and, mm -hmm. um, come out, hang out. We'll announce that sometimes mm -hmm. it's at a pavilion. Other times we just tell you to drive by the campsite because it's too lazy to set everything up at the pavilion. I... I need to do another. I was thinking about that earlier this week. I, I need to do another one of those. We didn't do one for the July event, and I just kind of, I kind of got distracted, and I thought I was going to be out of town. I wasn't out of town, so I could have done something, but I didn't plan it in time. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't think that. Uh, I, I wish I would have done that, but I'm not. But I didn't. So I would like to do something sometime in the fall, September, October. Oh well. I'm going to be back in Galveston in, uh, for Labor Day, and my wife and I are going to be down there for mm -hmm. probably at least a week or two. And I want to do a I want to do a, a Galveston Island State Park meetup again when we're down there. So I'm going to do that, but I want to do something in North Texas as well. I want to go back to Lake Ray Roberts or Lake Texoma. The Lake Texoma Lake Texoma has two state parks. Uh, Lake Texoma State Park is on the north end, which is in Oklahoma, and then Eisenhower State Park is on the south end. I personally think that Lake Texoma and Oklahoma is the prettier park I've, I've activated both of them and um i'd like mm -hmm. to do something up there i'd like to go I was up to with Oklahoma you on that one of those trips yeah you were yeah fun. yeah you were and, and i agree and, the 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 there's much more trees up there yeah yeah 
Oh, see, there's my okay. So, so my wife said it. My wife said it. So I'm gonna, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention this. So she and I have a trip planned to Paladuro Canyon in September, October. I don't know. It's on my Ooh. calendar. I don't remember when it is. But uh, we're gonna go hang out at the Paladuro uh, Canyon at the Paladuro State Park, which I've never activated before. We've been there once a few years ago. It's a beautiful area up there. So I'm gonna go. We're gonna take the RV up there, spend a couple nights, activate the park. And then we're going to drive to Lubbock and go see a Texas Tech football game, because she's a she graduated from Texas Tech. She likes to go out there and see football games. We haven't done that in a while, so I was like, "Yeah, let's do that." Awesome. We're going to go um, October 11th to 13th, she says. So there you go. I'm not looking at my calendar right now. Uh, Cole says he cannot find a, a Discord link. Uh, Frank, you want to share that in the chat real quick? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got that. Uh, should be in the description, right? Also, right? It uh, should be. Yeah, I believe it is. But uh, yeah. So yes. So boot camp sometime this fall. Palo Duro on October 11th to 13th, and uh, we will. And I want to do and Galveston in Labor Day. So if you guys are down in the Houston, um, anywhere south of Huntsville, Texas, because Mike always comes down. So if Mike can come down, the rest of you can too. So, <laughs> so that's yeah, but uh, that's the that's the thing there. So, uh, Joey, thank you for the super chat. He says, "Thanks for the tips." I'm looking at receive only HF, VHF, UHF scanner or SDR for this. New to the hobby, excited to see where it goes. Yeah, yeah. So RTL, SDR, receive all those, and yeah, just get a wire, dude. For receive, it doesn't matter as much because you don't have to worry about SWR. So get it, get the longest wire you can get, <laughs> really. Or the tallest antenna. If you get like a discone scanner antenna, you can use that too. Something like that. Just mm -hmm, get something, mm -hmm. something, whatever. I don't know where. You said you're in an apartment, so I don't know how much space you have, but yeah. Do something like that. Uh, he, uh, Shane says he's going to be activating Albuquerque. Make sure to take that left turn in Albuquerque at the Balloon Festival. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. That'd be fun. I've been to Albuquerque a few times, mm -hmm. but I never activated anything out there. We should go back to Albuquerque one day. So, cool. I can't believe ninety minutes, an hour and a half has gone by already. This was a this hey, time flew by on the successful stream, stream. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me. We are going to do a after chat on All Star. So, ooh, we got a few people joined already. Good deal. Okay. So my oh, All Star hub is. Four three one three six is the All Star Hub number, and um, uh, you can join via Echo Link eight seven five five one zero is that number. Look up or just look up my call sign KC five HWB L, and you can join us there. I will take call outs. I usually stay on there for like thirty minutes or so. I don't stay on Josh's Josh's after chats on Discord last hours. I don't I don't usually stay that long. Legendary. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh but yeah if you want to join us on All Star, um you're welcome to get on there, ask questions, introduce yourself if it's your first time. And we'll be uh we'll be there for the next uh, little bit. So I'm gonna Well Josh's go. after chats man is he does it in central or not central um Pacific time. Right. And that is two hours, so he has all that time in the world to hang around before he eventually well, leaving and go and get some dinner. It's two. Well, yes, that's true. Yeah, it's two hours <laughs> to us, but it's real time to him. So that doesn't. Yeah, I don't know if that counts mm -hmm. or not. So, <laughs> all right, guys, thank you for joining us tonight. Um, really appreciate uh, everyone, uh, all the comments, all the chats. Um, yeah, definitely looking forward to a boot camp. 
Um, Y'all ch- uh, be sure to check the videos that I start putting up next weekend for this uh, FT5 contest I'm doing. And uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's going to be fun, too. So, Frank, uh, Frank uh, any closing words, Frank? Um, Tank Radio, go ahead and check out the channel and um, see what see what we're up to. Um, I haven't decided what my next video will be posting next week. I there's an option between the ARRL one mm. or something I filmed on the cruise ship, or uh, I I got like three videos in the um a hopper ready to go since my cruise. So I filmed nice. I edited them on the cruise and filmed one on the cruise. So I was busy cool. on the cruise. <laughs> Hey, good. Raven showed up. Yeah, I, I saw Randy Ravens in the chat. Good, e- yeah. good evening to her. So, but tank all right, radio, guys. Tank Radio. Go over there, subscribe. Thank you once again. I uh, appreciate uh, everyone being here, and uh, we will catch you guys on the uh, on All Star if you want to join us there. And if not, we'll catch you later this week. So, seventy three to all. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get twenty percent below MSRP for an average of fifteen thousand one seventy eight under MSRP on the purchase of a twenty twenty three Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland four by e or Summit four by e. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. Fifteen thousand one seventy eight average based on twenty percent below average MSRP from all twenty twenty three Grand Cherokee Overland four by e and Summit four by e models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by four one. Jeep is a registered trademark.